Welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast on NewWorkRevolution.com. Take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution. Here's your host, Brandon Allen. All right, so I want to welcome everyone to the New Work Revolution podcast. This is your host, Brandon Allen, and I am excited to have my voice back as well as excited to bring you another leadership podcast this week. And so as I was working with a client recently, I realized that sometimes as leaders, when we talk about communication in our business and we aim to be better communicators in our business, one of the things that I realize is that content is important. What we say is important. But the context behind what we're trying to accomplish and how we say something is just as critical, if not more critical, than the actual content of our words. And it's really easy as a leader to get sucked into the content aspect. And we go to someone and we tell them, hey, John, this is what I need you to do. And we leave it at that. Now, the reason for that is for a number of different reasons. As a leader, sometimes we think that a paycheck is enough of a reason for someone to do what I've asked them to. Now, philosophically, that may be true, but it misses the essence of really creating influence for people by going the extra mile with our communication. What is it that I can do to go the extra mile? And we've got to be very specific about why we want things done the way that we want them to. Because if we stop at just content and we don't relay the context, it can create bigger problems than what we were originally anticipating because we weren't clear and painted a a broader picture of what it was that we were trying to get done. And think about it this way. Um, One of the things that I tell people in my coaching is that sometimes I'm not going to tell you what to do. My coaching process is equal parts coaching and some parts consulting. In a consulting relationship, I'm the expert. I'm going to tell you how to approach something. But in a coaching relationship, I'm going to allow you to come up with the answer for yourself. And I try to do that as much as I possibly can. The same thing is true with your team. Sometimes we're consultants. Sometimes we're coaches. But most of the time, we should be coaches, which means that if I tell someone what to do and I don't give them the context behind what it is that I'm doing or why, they could execute what I'm asking them to execute in theory, but then end up missing the bigger picture of how this whole thing fits in. So I could tell someone, for instance, I could tell one of my leaders, I need you to go confront John because John's work performance has been slipping lately. That's the content. Now, what that manager could go then and do is go talk to John and say, hey, John, just talk to the big guy. Uh, You're really screwing up, man. I need you to step up your performance, and they could leave it at that. And the manager wouldn't necessarily be wrong, but unfortunately, they wouldn't be right either because they would probably leave that employee coming away from that conversation a little disillusioned about what just happened and their role in the business moving forward. So as a leader, by adding more context, I can say, hey, listen, manager, 
I need you to talk to John. I've noticed that John's performance is slipping in a couple of areas. And why I'm really worried about this is because of X, Y, and Z. And when you talk with John, listen, I want, you know, talk to me about how you might approach it. And get the man, you know, I want the manager to kind of talk to me about how they're going to approach that. Hey, I think that's really smart because, uh, you know, the reason why I want to confront him is not because I want him to feel bad about it, but just he's been such a valued employee for such a long time. Number one, I want to make sure he's okay. But number two, I also want to make sure that he's aware of what's going on and that there isn't anything that we can do to support him. Now, that context is way bigger um, than just going and telling him, hey, you're screwing up do it better. And so this is what we want to be clear about. We want to communicate our message as clearly and consistently as possible. And the context allows us to give additional meaning to what it is that we're asking people to do. Because without that, that content in and of itself becomes meaningless without the context around what it is that we're really trying to accomplish. So my first key in creating context, context is to always explain the true meaning of what we're trying to accomplish. Because even the best of intentions could turn out poorly if we don't explain the whys of what we're doing. And again, the hang up for managers or leaders is I give you a paycheck or I told you to do it. Why don't you just do it? And we can live by that theory all we want, but the reality is, is that if we really want people to move forward in a powerful way, we will give them more than just a directive. And here's the thing. When we miss out on true meaning, there's people can turn the best of intentions into the wrong thing. A great example of this, my, my wife one time was really upset with me about something that I had done. And what I had tried to do was something that I felt like was helping out with the kids. And in talking with her, what I realized is she perceived my behavior as a slight on her and her ability to parent our children. She took it completely the wrong way than what I had intended. So I remember thinking, oh my gosh, that is exactly not what I intended. What I was trying to do was help, but I could see how you would feel like it was stepping on your toes and stepping over the boundaries of that we have created as a family unit unit to parent our children. And so my best intentions gave someone else a, a bad taste in their mouth because they weren't sure about what my motivation was. So we want to be clear about what that is because I've seen leaders try to do nice things. For instance, I use a strengths builder tool. And when leaders don't create the right context for this, it can backfire on them. I've had leaders that just give it to their team and they don't explain to them what they're doing or why. So then their team starts to think, well, gosh, this guy's never asked me these questions before. Am I getting fired? Is there something wrong with my work? Or I've had leaders explain this to their team in a manner like, hey, my coach told me to do this exercise with you, so we're doing it. And the problem with that is, is now the team's like, well, you don't care about us, but your coach does. Now, that may or may not be the case, but the reality is we don't want people thinking that. So we have to explain the true meaning because in the absence of that, 
then we're going to assume the worst. But the other part of this too is in the absence of relationship. This is why relationship with your employees is so key. Because if I don't have a relationship with you, I may just assume the worst. If you're someone that doesn't build bridges and connect with me on a regular basis and you ask me to do something and I'm not sure of the motivation, I'm going to assume the worst. I'm going to assume that you have my worst intentions at, at you know you you have the you, you want the worst possible things for me in that relationship. I'm not saying that's right, but that's what happens. And here's what we're fighting as leaders too. Something that we can't control is that everyone brings their own baggage to a relationship. So for instance, if I'm someone who has historically battled with you're a lazy person and then someone questions the way I did some work, even though they have my best interests at heart, they may take that the wrong way and get really defensive about your critique of their work because they have a listening or they have baggage about them being a lazy person in the past. That's tough. That's what makes leadership so tough in communication is because we don't know the bags that people are carrying around with them that we don't see and we don't know that's an underlying motivator for how they react to things. We just don't know. Setting context allows us to overcome that by being as crystal clear about what we're doing and why and what this person's role in that is. So when we explain the true meaning, it's critical. But I think another piece to context that is important is to ex- describe what's in it for the person. So if I want to create well-rounded context... I don't want them to just know what's in it for me. I want to know what I want the team member to know what's in it for them. We're doing this not only because it makes our customers' lives easier or my life as a leader easier, but here's how it makes your life better. How many times have we tried to make a change in our business? How many times have you done this as a leader and had people just think, man, this guy's just trying to make our life harder or this woman's just trying to screw up our life? How many times has that happened? It's happened to me plenty, and I'm sure it's happened to you. But we don't want people going into these situations thinking, hey, I'm in it for me. I want them to know that, look, I'm trying to create a win-win across the board. Now, sometimes there isn't necessarily a win, and this is where I want to be authentic when I create context, and I may sit John down, and I may say, John, I got this assignment for you, and I got to be honest with you. I'm not sure that you're going to love it, but I need your help with it, and here's why. Now, what that does is that lets people see that, you know what, Um, I'm going to be honest about the situation and authentic, and I'm going to tell you that, hey, this is a tough situation, and I hate to place this burden on you, but I need your help. Can I count on you for that help? What does that do? Have you ever had someone give you just a crappy assignment at work? Or you've seen someone delegate something to you or relegate something to you and you just thought, man, this guy is giving me the crappiest job. And you know it's crap, but they try to put a bow on it. They try to put a bow on it and they, t- they polish it as nice as they can. But in the end, it's still a turd. In the end, you still realize that it's not really something that I'm looking forward to or that's awesome. But people try to insult your intelligence by trying to make you believe that this is the most awesome assignment and I picked you because you're special. Let's just be real. Sometimes we have to get people involved with something that we know they're not going to love and just say it. 
Just say it and be honest. But tell them why it's important and why you need their help and get their buy-in. As a leader, when you have influence, you can do that. You can pull that off. But then look at it, looking at when we're giving people tasks and we're communicating, <clears throat> make sure people understand what your role is as a leader. So again, the drive-by communication message of, hey, John, I need you to do this. Thanks. Appreciate you. Um, the problem with that is, I don't know what your role is. Are you here to support me? What's going on? So I want people to know, look, part of my building context is letting them know my involvement in this whole situation. I'm here to support you. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to facilitate things on this end. I'm going to make sure the budget looks right. What is your role as a leader? What are you going to do in this whole thing to make it work? And if you are clear about that for your team, they in turn will gravitate towards what you're doing and, and have a better appreciation for the fact that I'm not assigning it and running, but I'm actually taking the time to be an active participant in this project or scenario that we have now delegated. So think about context in your business. And look, as we talk about this, this is what separates great leaders from mediocre leaders. Great leaders take the time to make sure what they are talking about is understood and it has the intended consequences of what they're trying to do in the process. A mediocre leader does what's easy. They drive by delegate. They, they act like they don't need to explain it or they don't have time for it or it's beneath them. And as a result, they miss out on the power that can be created by delegating this effectively and communicating with context, not just content. So if you want to be a great leader, think about that for yourself. And maybe you already do a pretty good job of this. Even if that's the case, I want you to think about it this week and think, what can I do to be a more effective communicator? And how would adding additional context to what I'm looking for help someone get from point A to B, point B more effectively, more efficiently, and help my business get to the next level. I want to thank everyone for listening this week. This is Brandon Allen from New Work Revolution. Check us out on newworkrevolution.com. And again, if you like the podcast, rate it for me in iTunes, share it through social media with your friends, and if you have a question, hit me up on the site, and I'm always open to asking questions so again thank you for listening have a productive week thanks for listening to the new work revolution podcast on newworkrevolution.com until next time take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution